0: Hello, Shamai. Welcome to the Run Wales podcast, a podcast to hopefully inspire, encourage, and support social running. You don't have to be a runner to listen to this. In fact, the whole series has been tailored to get people out running. But in the same breath, it'll hopefully be an exciting listen if you're already out there. Don't forget to follow us on our socials at iRunWales. And if you're looking for a running group or more information, do pop by our website, which is also at iRunWales. Happy running! This week's episode, Hannah and Drew are joined by Jeff Smith from Big Moose, or Jeff Runs the Decade. Now there are some technical issues because of the joy of Zoom, but we hope you still enjoy Thank
1: you for joining us again on the Run Wales podcast. If you're a regular listener, you'll know who I am. I'm your host. Drew Taylor, and as always, I'm joined by my fantastic co-host, Hannah from Run Wales. If you're new to the podcast, you might be surprised to hear that I do not enjoy running at all. I'm new to running, I don't enjoy it, but this podcast is all about trying to get people out there, get them moving, and get them enjoying social running. Hannah, how are we? We're on episode eight now, we do a Episode well, eight, isn't?
0: I know, it's nearly over. The first series is nearly over, can you believe it?
1: I can't, but I think, I think we, to all credit, we're being consistent, aren't we? We're we, we, we turning up, we're doing it, we we sort of... We're not actually moving anywhere, but we are sort of being consistent, just like we should be with your running. Have we been consistent with your running in the last couple of weeks?
0: Um, No, uh, I'm injured. I'm on the bench. Um, Something happened to my calf Monday night after our St. David's Day run, Um, and
1: now I can't walk properly. Uh, what, what have we done? Is it is it is it serious or is it something? Um, I serious? think it's
0: serious, but I'm dramatic, so it's probably not serious. But um I don't know. It was out Monday night because we did our from from my door campaign ended on St. David's Day. Um, and I went for that run and I was fine till about one and a half K in and then something ripped through my calf. So.
1: Oh, I hope I hope, we, I hope we get a chance to rest that and, and get back out there running soon. And if anyone remembers from last episode, I, I'd lost my mojo. I, I stopped running a little bit. I'd injured my foot on my shin and I couldn't get back into it. By back into it now, I've been running consistently, but um, with all these sort of uh, breaks in our running, they wouldn't suit our guest today, I don't think. He, he can't afford to have any breaks in his running. Uh, who well, is our guest today, Hannah?
0: Well, as we know, because we have done this before and I cocked up on the whole sound thing, we have got Jeff Smith from Big Moose or good, Jeff good. runs the decade. Good evening.
2: Good evening. Uh,
0: like I said, I dramatically cocked up with the sound last time so you've agreed lovely to come on again i love it because i love talking to you jeff you're my one of my favorite people
2: uh, so it's great for me charm will get you everywhere
0: well you know you know i'm be- genuinely so this episode is about inspiration and have this is why
2: the last seven episodes and you said that <laughs> every, every time okay. no
0: i haven't have I? <laughs> Um, But no, when when we um, did the sort of plan I nearly said chapter plan then But when we did the plan for the podcast um, This episode was titled Inspiration Um, It should have been about two episodes ago But major cock up Um, And you are one of the most inspirational people On Instagram, I think
2: You're extremely kind I'm I'm a bit sort of uh, in awe
0: of that So So what I need you to do now Is because I know, um, obviously Jim knows from last time, but he's going to pretend he doesn't. Tell us about your challenge. Tell us about your overall challenge, and then we'll delve in a bit deeper.
2: Okay, so the Jeff Runs a Decade challenge, which you've alluded to, is a mad idea that I had just prior to the beginning of this decade, this new decade. I just had this idea that I'm going to try and run every day, minimum of a a mile, every single day for 10 years, and we'll just see where it goes, see what happens, and it's... It's progressed and it's doing well, and it's we've got a lovely sort of network. And he's gone. Last, last time he's... I jolted him into run in February, so he, um, I'd like to know your progress. What happened there, mate?
1: I hit my foot um, at, at work early on. Yeah, I, I hit my foot. It was um, it was a non-running related injury. It was uh, I, I had a table knocked my foot, um, which just caused some pain, some bruises, this kind of. But I just decided to rest it for two weeks. Um, just idea. because better to rest and sort of push it. But then off the back of that, I found it very difficult to get back into running. It was like I stopped okay. and I couldn't get started again. So motivation, I think, is, is even though I have started back the last week or so, I think a bit of motivation from yourself, Jeff, is just what this episode needs and just what I need as well, I think. So, um, Jeff runs the decade. That, that, sounds, that sounds very elaborate and very sort of a, a, a grand plan, Jeff. How far into this plan are you?
2: 428 days.
1: That's amazing. 420 days, 420 days of consistent running. No, for me, that sounds like it goes against the idea of get plenty of rest, don't overdo it, don't overtrain. What's the logic and sort of the counter-argument to
2: that? There is no logic whatsoever. <laughs> a really ridiculous idea. <laughs> Foolhardy. Do not copy it. Do not use it as a blueprint. Do not do anything like what I'm doing. It's ridiculous
0: tell Uh, us tell us the story about what your doctor said about running all those years ago
2: um well I've got two false hips so I had surgery and had two hip replacements in my 40s I'm 57 now but in my 40s I had a couple of hips replaced uh, due to arthritis and the one thing that the guy said the surgeon said to me he said don't run marathons so I went okay I won't run marathons so I've I've never actually run a formal marathon. I've only ever run a half marathon, a couple of half marathons. And then I moved into ultras. So I just skipped over yeah. and jumped over the marathon thing. So I've abided by the rules. And I went to him recently actually to check on my hips and my hips are okay. He knows what I'm doing. So he kind of like, it's very much tongue in cheek, the relationship. But in the, in the midst of that, I've climbed some mountains and done some stuff as well so he gets it and he recently asked me for a testimonial for his new website so I think he's quite <laughs> proud of me. Way, you know?
1: well, perhaps, he's, perhaps he's glad to have got your sort of prognosis wrong Jeff you know perhaps he's sort of glad that he got it wrong and that you've been able to achieve these things but like you said as long as you avoid that, that terrible 26.2 miles everything will be fine.
2: Definitely. That's the law for me personally. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of where I am, but with regards to the Jeff runs a decade thing, drive daily mileage. It could be a mile. It could be 20 miles. It could be, it just depends on where it goes. I've had peaks and troughs in the sort of last 15 months I've been doing it, but it's been going okay. Touch wood. And I've, not had any. No, I'm not even going to say what I've not had because that would be the kiss of death, won't it? Yeah,
0: yeah. Don't say that because this is me right. a couple of days ago, really cocky. I don't get injured. I'm fine.
2: Woof! Left yeah, calf gone. No, but we're four to eight days in, which is is okay. And I I didn't really know how it was going to go, but I think the thing that's come out of it that I wanted was that it's enc- we've encouraged people to join in and run as much or as little as they wanted, but try and get people on a couch to 5k trying to get people to push themselves and extend what they can do and just provide encouragement so trying to use my instagram page as encouragement for people and this month we've got some ideas and plans we're doing monthly ideas which yeah i was going to
0: say tell us about the the challenges because the the community you're building now is is amazing
2: isn't it well, I think it's the engagement that's the bit. Um, I think we've got about three and a half thousand followers now, but the engagement is fantastic. So we're getting some really good stuff. Um, we, did a, we did a run in January where we aimed to run between us as the group, try and get over 10,000 miles. And we got the group running over 10,000 miles, which, which was brilliant. And then last month, what we did was we we encouraged people to get either individually or as teams to do 50, 100 or 200 miles in a month. But trying to encourage people to network with their friends and their family or their children, taking them out to get exercise during lockdown if you're in the UK. And we added up the numbers when people came in at the end of February, which is only 28 days. I think we've had about 14,000 miles clocked up now, which is mm, a lot of miles people, so, which is kind of cool, but we've changed the tack this month. And this month we're doing it. So it's March, obviously, as we, we're talking now, and we decided to call it March for the planet. So what we've yeah. done is we've just basically encouraged people to pick up rubbish on their run. So if they're running, try and pick up at least three pieces of rubbish.
0: This makes my heart swell. This challenge. I've been, you know, we're only we're day four into March now, and I've been following the Instagram. And I mean, you're just doing, you're just doing such good things. Good things are coming out of these challenges, aren't they?
2: We're just wambling this month, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Basically, all we're doing, we're just wambling, which is kind of cool. I haven't actually thought of that. I'm going to introduce that tomorrow, but that's what we're doing. So it's, it's just recycling, literally recycling the ideas recycling in the real big circle,
1: isn't
2: it really? Yeah, yeah. So these, these, obviously Jeff is is
1: 10 years of running every day. That's sort of the parameters you set yourself. You must do a mile, you mustn't do 26.2 miles, obviously, as you've discussed. Are these challenges just to motivate others or are they also to keep yourself motivated and keep yourself interested? Because it must feel like quite a
2: a long path you're on currently. Um, Mm -hmm. What I've done is put no pressure on myself. So if I get injured and I have a problem or if I have to go to hospital or something, I'm just going to go, Okay, we'll see where we go. But there's no plan. So it was very much a no plan situation when I started it. But because it's developing and growing organically, it just feels like a cool thing to do. But in answer to your question, I think that it's good for my own health. So Chloe and I, my daughter, who's been helping me with pictures and organizing the social media side of things, we decided to do 200 miles between the two of us last month, and we had some really, we had a lot of work on for the first couple of weeks where we got hardly any mileage. So we were really yeah. against it, which was actually quite good because it pushed me. And I was, I was doing back-to-back half marathons and just sort of really pushing my mileage. So I like those kind, of, those challenges for me personally. So I think what you've kind of recognized is that it is good for me as well to motivate myself and get out the door. And also during lockdown, it's been, I think, quite challenging from a health perspective for everybody. So if we can encourage people to just take that step outside the door, much like Hannah's doing with Run Wales, and just trying to encourage people to be healthier and get exercise, really, because I think the endorphins and the way people are made to feel by exercising, it's just positive all the way really would you agree Mm
0: -hmm. hannah yeah i I, funny enough i had this conversation earlier today and i was like only good things come when you start to become active nothing bad comes out of being i don't know like i I say that with a broken calf notice i was broken now it's gone from a little tear to broken Um, well, the, by the end of this podcast, I'll be up in Prince Charles, I imagine. Um, at the hospital. That's
2: another
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I know, careful now. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, um, only good comes of running um, and, and being active. And I just think, you know, like I always say, if, if you could bottle it and probably sell it to people, it would be a much easier process because... The, the thought of becoming active is quite, is quite frightening for some, it's quite difficult, there's barriers, and, 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 you know, me especially, I love a barrier, I think they're great, <laughs> any excuse I can use, but I know how much better my life is and how much better that everybody around me life is when I'm active, so, yeah,
2: that's my take. You said you lost your mojo, what would you put that down to?
1: It was. It was from. It was a whole sort of um, consistency, I think, or lack of consistency. I had a small injury. The injury wasn't wasn't catastrophic. I, I sort of, but I decided to rest to sort of. I thought it was the best way to do it. And
2: yeah. then
1: it took me longer to. I took me longer to. I spent more time when I wasn't injured trying to get back into it than when I was resting when I was injured. Um, so have you encountered anything like that, Jeff? Have you encountered anything over the last four hundred days where you've nearly stopped, or you or you've stopped and you found it hard to keep pick yourself up again?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not easy um, and I think that it works better for me when I have some challenges to do. So I've done some my heavy mileages over the last two weeks and stuff. When I have a focus and I have to do big mileages or I have to really push it, I enjoy that more. I, I get turned on by the challenge, I, I love that. I've kind of grown up and my background is a sports background and when the chips are down and when it's tough, that's when I really come alive. So that's good for me. When it's meh and I haven't got a, a massive challenge for me, it's a bit like I've got to keep the wheels spinning. So and you're right, getting out the door for me is as tough as I'm sure it is for lots of people. But having said that, it's, it's just getting out. The worst thing for me is when I don't go out early. When I go out middle of the day, coming to the end of the day, and because of work or circumstances, I find that tough getting out there, and it's like, wow, I need to get out, and I'm hungry and probably a bit grumpy and just one of those ones. And then you go out and you do a mile or two miles or four miles and you come back and you had a good sweat. And I just personally, I just feel a different person. So I think that those endorphins for me are massive. And I think that I don't tend to struggle with mental health problems, but I think that my experience of people around me and the people that are in the community that direct message me on Instagram is so positive about how mental health is helped by getting out and doing a mile, doing two miles, running or walking. And that's one of the things I've kind of learned over this duration is that it's not just about running. So rather than putting pressure on people to run, if we call it running, walking, is... That's still really cool, in my opinion. So for yeah. you, does
1: having a set time of day really help? Because you you, I think you alluded to you like to run early in the morning. Is that sort of the routine and that sort of the regiment of it? Is that, is that motivating and helpful to you?
2: For me, it really works. So every, everything that I've ever done challenge-wise, I've always gone to the gym or gone running or done anything exercise-wise as early as possible because then it fits within my work-life balance and it just enables me to get on. It also energizes me for the day And sets me up. I'm not sure if you run early, Hannah, but have you tried that or do you? Yeah,
0: yeah, I like I like an early. Like, obviously, it's a bit different for me because I've got um, like young girls. So, like, Kiki's only just turned one. So, what we tend to do at the moment, Blossoms, back in school. So, I like to drop B off at school and then I take the buggy and we get it done out the way. But I think as the longer the day goes on, the excuses become heavier as well, and they are excuses, like. You know, time, time, unless you're really physically injured or you have absolutely no more minutes left in the day.
2: Yeah.
0: I For me, they're excuses, and I, but they do become heavier and heavier until they, they weigh you down and you think it's easier not to go. Um, but it's one of my big things I always say about planning in your run. I think if you know you've got to go like so like as well like time is really precious for me I'm a working mom um Scott works funny hours so like when I when I plan to go I have to go then because that's the only opportunity and I think I don't like to waste those opportunities now I feel Mm. guilty if I waste them but planning is a big is a big thing planning and the rest you know what I mean
2: (laughs) I quite agree with you. With the planning, I know what I do, but what do you do when you plan for your run? Do you get your kit ready?
0: Yeah, my kit is ready. I now have to use about half a tub of Vaseline as well. So that's always next to the kit because of my chafing issues. Um the buggy is ready. The route is in my head. Um because I'm a nightmare if I don't plan a route. I'm a nightmare for like flopping out halfway because I don't know where I'm going, even though I know, you know, I know all the streets of murtha at this point. But if I haven't got it in my head where I'm going, I, I easily cop out. So I need the route planned, my kit ready, and the, the time the allocated time ready. Those yeah. are my big those are my big things.
2: And do you ever go away from actually doing the run once you've planned it? Or once you've planned it, does it happen? No, it
0: happens then. Yeah. Yeah, because like you talk about, like, we, um, like, I've suffered over the years with mental health, you know, as many people have. And we had a really frank conversation in the summer during, you know, when we'd just come out with the first lockdown and things. And I was like, I think I'm going to come off my medication because I've been medicated on and off since I was a teen, like early teen. And um, when we, we had this conversation, I was like, if I come off this medication, I need to run. That's the only thing that is going to keep me like keep my grip on things. So yeah. it's really like now more than ever, running is like vital for for survival And mm. So, you know, it has to be planned, it has to be done. And I never want to go, I, you know, I'm really out, uh, vocal about that as well. You know, I'm a lazy runner, but I have to go now. Those are the choices I've made. And those are the choices that I understand make me better, make everything else better. So, but the planning. Mm.
2: Which is really positive, isn't it? And You're still off the meds?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been um, since last last August now. And I'm, you know, I'm not tapping. i got got like, quite bad OCD, believe it or not. Um, and that's what I was medicated for or on and off over the years. They probably missed quite a few things, but it's the OCD I've always been medicated for. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's been really good. Really, really good. So I'm not saying it's cured. No way. It'll never be cured as part of me, but it's under wraps. It's, Keep
2: exercising.
0: Yeah, it's been held together by my trainers, basically.
2: So, so you need to plan, Drew.
1: Yeah, I do plan my running. I try to. I'm not a morning runner. I, I, I sort of almost sort of value that a little bit of extra time in bed, a little bit of extra time getting ready in the morning. But I like uh, exercising immediately after a day's work and before I settle down for the evening. Mm-hmm. So my typical plan is, and it's might work for anyone listening as well. If, if you're listening and thinking, if you're a Jeff C, runs in the morning. Uh, Hannah Plus runs when she can fit it in around her family life. Typical reasons for people to do that. Uh, Someone's thinking, I don't fancy the morning. I run straight after work, and I get from my work clothes straight into my running clothes. Nothing in between. There's no danger of me doing anything else. Um, I did something a little bit different this evening. I ran before we recorded, and I actually the oven on before i left the house i wouldn't recommend that to any listeners um it's not a gas oven you will be pleased to hear it's only an electric oven i put the oven on with my food in so i knew i had to go and i had to get back quickly as well so it seemed to work and oh that's like, oh.
0: really stressful
1: it it made you did you run faster it did It maybe run faster and it made me not want to stop in the chip shop as well because i knew i had some nice fish <laughs> and on the way home so that was That was quite good, really. Like I said, I wouldn't recommend that to anybody at home listening. Please don't burn your house down whilst off on Gentle 5K. Um, But, Jeff, obviously, as I said last time we tried to record, this this sort of 10 years of running every day to our listeners who are perhaps new runners and trying to be social runners and get into running, it might seem a bit daunting. Surely you must have a a very positive relationship with running. You must have always loved running. You must have always been a runner. Is that the case? No. No. Um...
2: (laughs) No, <laughs> basically I, I started running because it was cheap and I, I, w- I came back from a mountain and was skint, literally no money to go off on any adventures. I like adventures. And I came back and running was a pair of trainers. So I, I grabbed a pair of trainers and just got stuck into it really. So no, I was never really a particularly interested in running at all, but it's just progressed. I love the people that run. I think it's a fantastic community, the running community. And it's, it's, there's two things I like doing because they're lovely people. I love skiing. And when you go skiing, I don't know if either of you ski, but you never have any problems. There's never any, agro or, or sort of unhappy people it's just full of happy people
0: oh right. i went skiing with the school and the bus broke down on the german border and we were there for three days and i had severe bronchitis i had not know you know i pulled myself on the bus and i had a nosebleed at the same time skiing is not
2: happy for everyone <laughs> so good for you. okay you've just literally wrecked and blown out of the water my story of skiing uh, don't go with the school don't know yourself and so then, the so nosebleed, the nosebleed, or a, a broken down. Bus. And
1: bronchitis, yeah. Wow. So how how has your relationship with running changed over the years, or Jeff? You, you're still not like. <laughs> Moving
2: right? on. Yeah, just still, you're still <laughs> trying to move past the poo. in the bus for, like, for three days. <laughs>
1: So I think at this point, we'd be lucky if we've got any listeners left.
2: <laughs> or you might have an influx. Well, exactly, yeah, yeah. At one
1: point, the, the, the listener spiked up all of a sudden. Point, yeah, we're yeah, le- I'm, learning about Instagram,
2: I'm learning about Instagram influxes.
0: And I won't go into that today either. But no, skiing isn't happy for everyone. I won that point. <laughs> I'm that point made.
2: Wow. <laughs> sorry.
0: Okay, no so problem. Through, we Sorry. talk
1: about on this podcast not so much personal best, so people's personal running journeys. This is a sort of phrase we've coined our PJs instead of our PBs. Has your relationship with running changed? So, your running journey, your personal journey, and your relationship with running?
2: Yeah, I think from when I sort of got involved in my first ultra run, which was a 100K run, um, which was the one that I really took me into a sort of different level of running, um, that one was the one that probably. Switched me over from sort of passive running to actually really enjoying it. That was that was a great challenge because of my sporting background. I, as I alluded to earlier, I love being pushed. I love the I love the tough challenges. And Doing the hundred k <clears throat> meant that I had to do lots of training. I was doing back to back thirty mile training runs. I was doing five days of a marathon every day training, just trying to push myself to get real hard stuff and I enjoy that I really enjoy that so I think from there I kind of realized that I was okay at it I'm a very slow runner so I'm not good at it but I'm okay at it and I think what's happened is with the runs a decade thing is I've just connected with lots of different people that are really good runners and they're all really nice people I haven't really come across anybody that's uh, not really lovely personalities and And I think it's just the love for running, a common love for running. People reaching out and sort of talking about kindness and stuff. That's the kind of thing that turns me on. So I think the running community, I found a community that I really like. So I I really enjoy the running stuff. And with the runs a decade thing, it just seems that people are gravitating towards us. Um, And if we can just develop that and grow that, every every month and just enjoy it and bring people on board i think that's a really positive thing
0: definitely definitely
1: so it seems as if sort of you said about how you really enjoy sort of the running community jeff seems this jeff from the decade uh, campaign has sort of created your own sort of community around the challenge you're doing have you have you had quite a lot of positive response and a lot of positive input from those who perhaps weren't runners in the first place and you've motivated them or inspired them to get going
2: Yeah, we've had some fantastic stories. Um, A lot of direct messaging coming in from people and and saying lovely stories. I try not to put too much on. It it sounds a bit sort of self-gratifying if I put every story on, which I don't want to be, It's without trying to be a um, a dick, it's not about me. It's about the community of people and just trying to inspire people to to do good stuff. And we've had a lady running with her 93-year-old dad and we've had Hannah running with Kiki and Blossom, or walking with those guys. And they're stories that inspire, and they're stories of human beings that aren't superhumans. These are just people that are average Joe and, and Josephines, and they're just getting out the door and doing cool stuff, which is. If we can inspire people, that's that's brilliant. And um, what people have told me is that it's inspiring, and that, that's cool.
0: And this this is exactly why I wanted you on an episode of of our little podcast because um, me and my and the C, we've got James, the CEO of Vers Athletics, coming on in a couple of episodes, and um, we always have the same conversations around the table. And he's like, "How can we get more people out? How can we get?" Po-? And when I think back to when I started. It was all about inspiration. It was all about seeing the girl I went to school with run Cardiff Half Marathon when she'd never done PE with us in school. You know, I never did PE. I hated PE. She never did it, but she's just run 13 miles. And if she could do it, perhaps I could have a go. And this is why I'm always really keen to shout about going running. And this is why I wanted you on, you know, not let's take the self-gratitude out of it. If, If you weren't doing this, there'd be a lot of people not running at the moment. And I think that's, brilliant that they are you know that they've got that they've got that like we're not like we're not pummeled with adverts for running or being active are we you know they're not out there so we need to see the individuals and the the communities and and they need to be shouted about I think so well done
2: (laughs) And, and well done you as well I mean your story of going out with Blossom was just phenomenal so I think you're playing your role in this sort of continuous movement and that's what it is. It's, it's fluid, isn't
0: it? Yeah, yeah, and it is a movement, and, and it is moving, and it is changing, and I think it's changing because of people like you, Jeff, so if the you gosh, don't I want to do the self too, I'll give it to you.
1: I, <laughs> I think I see you, Jeff, as maybe not someone who's sort of self-serving, but someone who's a, a facilitator of, of motivation for others, a facilitator of, of inspiration, and helping people get out running, just as a sort of a casually getting people there without, without putting the centre spot like yourself, and you ushering people along with sort of your, your monthly challenges and how you were sort of getting people out, out onto the roads running.
0: Jeff's a warm right. He's What's an that? actual warm boy. That's what they do.
2: <laughs> I think it's about igniting people, isn't it? If you can ignite people and encourage people, even down to yourself, like you got involved last time I cajoled you and said about getting you involved and I'm not going to let go of that one. You're going to need to get back on it. No, we. Love, I think I think we'll come full circle back to that before we wrap up
1: today. Because I, I mean, I'm I'm doing a challenge in in March. Um, mm-hmm. It's a raising awareness for a, a young man in my loc- locality who was um, unfortunately he was he was quite badly assaulted uh, about a year ago, and it's given him some quite catastrophic uh, life changing injuries. But as a community locally, people are doing a global distance with Adam. They're running uh twenty-six or walk in or anywhere they want to, twenty-six point two miles through the month of March. Um mm-hmm. so avoid that jet because it will turn you into a pumpkin quite possibly. So that's maybe maybe not one for you, but you can that's walk a in a few idea. minutes. But I'm gonna I'm gonna push myself and I'm gonna do a 10k every Saturday or Sunday through March. Um, once one weekend which if anyone sort of knows me beyond this podcast will know that's quite a big challenge for me in, my, in myself but that would cover my 26.2 miles then I think so that's my sort of march tied up but we'll, we'll come full circle to April what's coming with April uh, before we wrap up we've had uh, a mother-daughter team on a previous podcast it seems as if you've got a bit of a, a father-daughter team going with your daughter yeah. has then in a positively influential relationship with your daughter is it brought you closer together or is
2: it we got quite a close bond. Before. Before, before I answer your question, what I'd like to go back to is just how people can actually find your running the 26.2 miles for that young man. So how do people find that?
1: Uh, if you, anyone searches uh, Go The Distance With Adam or hashtag zero negativity, you should find it on Facebook and Instagram. If you don't want to get involved, we just want to share it. That would be lovely. But um, yeah, walk walk the dog, 26 26 miles, one one mile 26 times through March and you'll be part of the the movement.
2: Cool, cool, cool. Just in case people are thinking about how they could get involved. Um, In answer to your question, has it brought me closer to my daughter? Um, Yeah, we've got a really great relationship anyway. We work together. We've got Big Moose, the charity that we work together on we've worked together probably since uh, probably about six or seven years ago. And we went to Tanzania and climbed Kilimanjaro together. So we've got a pretty close relationship anyway, but she's very good on Instagram and social media. So she helps me and she just does things so much quicker than I do. So I tend to come up with ideas and things, and then she just implements them brilliantly. She's extremely good at data as well. So she, Together, we've talked about this quite a lot in the past, and we, we just realised that we complement each other really nicely. But it's just a, it's a lovely relationship. So I think whilst we've had a close relationship already, it's probably just galvanising us even more, actually, So which is great.
1: That's nice to see you. It's nice to see a shade and dress that's sort of beneficial on, on many levels. Um, so March is the um, March the World up March Marshall the Planet, apologies. I got my, my synonym for Planet wrong there. I do apologise. But April will be sooner on the corner. Um, Yesterday, yeah. it will be on the shelves. People will be enjoying a bit of chocolate. But what is the April challenge got coming up so I can get on board, Jeff, and perhaps the listeners can get on board too?
2: I absolutely haven't even thought about it. So we need to... Why don't we make one now? Why don't we come we up, up with a really, challenge? Why we don't I get you two, make one now. You two guys come up with it, and we'll then we can implement it. Oh,
1: I'm, good I'm no good at
0: this. I'm no, honestly... Uh,
2: Any
0: I like the pyramid challenges but I'm never any good at them so when well, you do an accumulative day to the middle of the month then back down.
1: I think that sounds pretty uh, that sounds as good as any and that's gonna resolve uh, too much dead air when we try and think about it so yeah that's what it is <laughs> April's challenge pyramid challenge in April. Um, perhaps we could set a, of a, starting, a starting distance of one mile maybe and pyramid up. That would take up to 15 miles, then yeah. It? It's, it's honestly, a, it's a long, I've, it's a long I've
0: failed at it twice. It's the only thing I could think of off the back of my feet, though. Off the back of my feet, I'm really tired, <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I wouldn't notice Hannah doing this podcast. You obviously <laughs> nothing has sort of said that to me at all, but we'll come back to that. Yeah, we'll touch base before then, and we'll we'll, we'll reference it in the next episode of the podcast. When you before. Okay. I did put you on a spot there, I do apologize. And awesome. um, so, finally, just before we wrap up, being the sort of motivating running facilitator that you are through social media, what would be your top motivational tips for anyone who wants to sort of really get on board now and get out there running themselves?
2: I think maybe if you set yourself some goals, some targets, and whether it's small, large, whatever you want, and keep them relatively real. So rather than aiming to do a marathon the first month you go out running couch to 5k is fantastic there are some really great apps on on the phones that you can get for couch to 5k have you used one of those hannah um i
0: started no yeah
2: okay (laughs) forget that she's still skiing somewhere Um, couch to 5k and then i think also hannah's advice of setting out your kit getting yourself planned getting yourself a routine routine's good
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and ignore my advice of turning on your oven before you leave the house. Yeah, that's bad. they should get home before the fire service. That's yeah,
0: I also I feel like I should I also feel like I should point out two things. One, not all skiing trips end in the way minded, and you shouldn't just come off medication either. I feel like that's really important wow. of it.
1: Um to make
2: the air, is it, this podcast? Oh
1: <laughs> god. <laughs> you well, can Jeff, it may well be that you're our last ever guest on this podcast. I could be the case, but thank you very much for joining us. This has been very enlightening, In very motivating. Yeah, a second time round. So good, we did it twice. Thank you very much, Jeff. It's thank awesome. you very much to everyone who's listening to this podcast. Thank you, as always, to my co-host, Hannah. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, please do recommend it to a friend and hope, cross your fingers, that we'll be back for episode 9 <laughs> next week. I've been Drew Taylor, your host, and we'll see you
2: again next time. Happy running.
0: Once again, thank you so much for listening. I hope we've inspired you a little bit. Like we said, do check out Iron Rails for further information and come and say hello at Iron Rails on our socials.
2: Keep running.